The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. I hope you are having a great day. We are in for a treat today. We have part two with Naylor Taliaferro, Jason Krill, and Cody Owen from Lightspeed Social Agency. Now, if you missed part one, that was on yesterday's program. We are here in Hattiesburg, Mississippi at the Kohler Engines event. And uh, we have a nice little setup here. We're filming, so you'll hopefully see the uh, YouTube shorts and, and YouTube video of today's podcast episode going Joe Rogan style on a Mr. Producer trying to step up our game this year. But nevertheless, what we are going to do is continue the conversation from yesterday. And before we get into that, I want to let you guys know that if you're listening in real time, you still have a shot to attend the Jobber Summit because it's a virtual online event. Now, it is expensive. I'm just kidding. That's sarcasm. It's free. It's a free online virtual event about self-development. And uh, there's going to be Alex Rodriguez as one of the keynote speakers. He's a baseball player. Uh, the ladies from the Home Edit Show will be there. Luke Hansen from Company Cam is going to be speaking. I'm going to be speaking. Pretty pumped up uh, to be uh, a speaker at this event. And uh, Roger Wakefield, he's a, a plumber guy down there in Texas. I watch him on YouTube, but he's the EMC. And uh, they'll have morning sessions. They'll have evening sessions again, March 1st, 2023. And if you happen to hear this podcast before then, you can still register. That link is in today's show notes. It's a completely free event. And uh, you can learn from some of these leaders in not just business, but in all aspects of life. All right. Well, we're going to pick this back up. So there's no intro because we're just going to ride right into the conversation. So without further ado, here's Naylor, Cody, and Jason from Mississippi. Yeah, that, you know, you, you reminded me, we were talking about Mike Michalowicz off air and, um, you know, his whole philosophy for Profit First was just, um, I mean, it's a, his philosophy is not his, like he's evolved a lot of things, but what he says in his book is just make smaller plates, like, you know, have smaller plates, like you can't defeat human nature, you know, like, like you said, Jason, we're, we make a little, spend it all, we make a lot, spend it all. You know, we, we have eight hours to do something and it should only take four, it takes us eight hours, you know, like. That's just like, for some reason, and most humans, that's just kind of like what happens. So why fight that or, or, you know, hate yourself for it and try and do a, like, just make smaller plates, like put systems in place to kind of like work around it. So like, 
So like, you know, not to go it's all into profit first, but like his thing was just spread your money out in different accounts. Mm-hmm. So it's not all one big, one big plate. You're like, wow, look at all this food I can eat. Look at all this money I can spend. Look at all this time I have in the day to get whatever done, you know, like make it smaller, make smaller plates. Say, hey, I only have four hours to get this done today. You know, even though you might have eight, because then that other four hours, maybe you plan something else. I'm going to switch and I'm going to do this, or I'm going to take the kids to the park or whatever. And if you start breaking things up and structuring it that way, you know, just to, um, uh, you know, go more into detail about your point, I think that will help us not get trapped into a lot of the the human nature aspects of us taking forever to do certain things or a lot of things, especially if they're things we don't necessarily enjoy doing, you know, but we have to do them. That's where we really kind of procrastinate, right. And take longer to, to get them done. So just set up little systems in place and, and, and make best practices. And that's basically what I try to do. Just, you know, I do a lot of similar things with Jason's saying and, you know, trying to keep my business to the, a manageable level and not get too carried away. And um, every year I just focus on how do I refine that, you know, in, in whatever way. So like last year, you know, I looked into um, call answering services. You know, there's a couple of different companies out there that will uh, you can get them all set up so that they they know they have scripts and all that. And they know what to say when they answer your phone calls. And, you know, they're they're plugged into your number and all that. And they just basically take care of all that for you because the spring rush is like, you know, I, every year I think about what is the most stressful for me and how do I, you know, like figure that out. <laughs> so I don't have to like deal with that stress. So the biggest thing last year, you know, again, every year I chip away at these things like, oh, do I have to cut off this neighborhood? Because if we only have a few yards in here and it's a little bit out, out of the area that I want to be and nothing happened there, let me cut that off. And you know, focus on my route density and all that stuff. So I do that if I need to. But like last year it was, how do I get all of these calls out of my way? Like literally in April, I had like 80 something calls, I think in April. And I didn't have to deal with a single one because the answering service that I was trying out took care of all of it. And, and, and it was actually a huge sense of relief when I'd be on the mower or weed whacking or just talking to a, a client while the guys were doing other properties or something were in between just a lot of hustle and bustle during the spring rush. And my phone would ring, like I'd feel it vibrate or I'd hear it. And then it would just stop like one ring and then gone because I knew it automatically got transferred to the call service and they answered it. It was like a huge weight off my shoulders and a sense of relief that I didn't have to freak out and like, oh my gosh, I got to call this person back or hold on a second. Let me shut the mowers off. Like it's, it's very stressful and you know, you don't want to, you don't want to miss out on business, you know, but there's got to be different ways to manage that, you know, and then, and then you get recaps, you know, like emails of like all of your phone calls and, you know, what do you have to address or not? Or do I just have to send a quote to this person? Do they have a question? You know, there's different, all these different levels, but it's, it's one, one way to help manage that. So you're not doing all of it yourself. Cause so many of those calls were just like completely handled by the call service. Like, sorry, we don't service your area or we don't offer that service. Boom. And they're just done, you know, and I don't have to waste my time calling that person back because they left a voicemail or answering the call and wasting that time talking to them and telling them that. So that's just one of many things that I've done over the years to try and mitigate all of the craziness of the spring rush so that I can focus on the craziness of the spring rush that you can't control, which is getting all the work done, right? It's like fast and furious. The weather breaks and you're flinging mulch, as Paul says, and, you know, cutting grass and, and uh, spraying weeds and just trying to get everything ready to go and looking nice. Um, n- new clients are always coming on. So you're like maybe cleaning up their shrubs real quick before you put fresh mulch down, like if they just moved in or whatever. So there's a variety of things going on. Sometimes people still need a leaf cleanup if they're brand new to, to the area and, and, and they sign up for, you know, all the services or whatever. And 
So it, it's a lot. It's the last thing I want to do is deal with uncontrollable things, you know? So I, I just try to come up with systems and ways that, that these things can be controlled so I can focus on the main parts of my business and still have time for my family at the end of the day, you know, be home in time for dinner and, and all that. I remember when I first started my business nine years ago, I told my wife, I won't start a project, you know, past six o'clock. And she's like, Oh, that's a great, that's a great idea. So like I could be in the middle of working on something and we don't get done till six 30 or something, but I'm not going to start at six. Like, you know, like, Oh, it's five fifty. Hmm, maybe I can bang something else out. It's like, no, I'm just going to wrap it up and pack it up, go, go home and clean up and spend time with my family. So putting different things like that in place over the years has definitely helped me. And coming from retail management, I was so stressed out about not having time and work-life balance and quality of life in general was terrible. So I really was on a quest to rebuild that and kind of heal and repair and, and spend time with my family. So that really helped me just by default, because I just, that was like my goal. So I kind of forced me to have route density and, and figure out what services I wanted to offer to who and where I wanted to be and my setup and all these things that I talk about was really by default because I just wanted to better my life as fast as possible and not drive around all, all day, all town, you know, and, and just wasting time and money and, and all that. So that's what I do every year. Just keep focusing on that to repair so I don't get overwhelmed. But the spring rush is going to be busy no matter what. It, it just is what it is. You just have to find ways to try and yeah, I just think putting systems in place and having priorities and, 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 uh, and, and sticking to that. How would you correlate retail management <clears throat> Black Friday to Christmas Eve versus the spring rush? Is it very similar? Yeah, it is. It is very, very similar. You hanging it up, Jason? <laughs> oh, that's all right. <laughs> Jason walked off set. I thought I offended him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Jason's polite and was going to make a quiet exit to take care of his business instead of announcing to the podcast that he's going to the little boy's room. Right, right. Take a Uh, tinkle. Yeah. But um, no, it is very similar. It's and and it's it's stressful. And you know you, you you set up a lot of things, systems and things to try and keep it managed. But things still fall through the cracks, which is the same thing with lawn care. There's still going to be issues. There's still going to be weird stuff. You know, like like Susie calls. You know the number and the call service is like, hi, thanks. Yeah, we don't you know service your neighborhood. And then she freaks out and says why and demands a phone call from the manager. And then I get oh, then I get an email you know describing the whole thing. And I have to call Susie back just to explain why I don't service her neighborhood. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? So there's still stuff like that that's just completely unnecessary that you... You don't just you send know. a selfie in your route density shirt? <laughs> right. Yeah, that would be great. This She would have no clue. So yeah, that would be... Oh, man. So I've literally had people all last year, several people. That's a real life example. Like that, that they... They call and they freak out on the call service because we don't service the area. Meanwhile, it's all the way across town, like 25 minutes away. And they and they don't understand why we don't say, well, you should. Like literally somebody was like, well, you should service our neighborhood. There's a lot of houses here. I'm like, there's a lot of houses everywhere. That doesn't mean I'm going to service <laughs> everywhere. Like we have to pick an area. Like some people just don't get it. And you just have to kind of politely excuse yourself from those conversations just just be short and to the point you know and, and and professional and keep it moving um but so yeah even your best intentions don't don't keep those kind of people out of your your radar but it is very fast-paced stressful similar to black friday holiday season for sure spring rush is like it's like the kickoff to the season which is like black friday thanksgiving weekend was the kickoff to uh to the holiday shopping season and it's just all guns blazing that whole time just trying to get through it 
So to that point, though, the better your planning is leading up to that, the better results you'll get. So if you just go in, you know, cocky and half-assed, then you're, you're going to just not be as successful as if you come up with some strategy and plan and structure and, 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 and to try and anticipate as much as you can learn from the previous year and stuff like that. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, this spring is my, my fourth spring in business. I'm not in like lawn care, like going out and mowing, but I run a marketing agency for the green industry. And so March is always our like busiest time, uh, February and March. And this year it was all about like figuring out what I could delegate to, I had hired a second staff member. And so I was Robert, uh, well, you know, Robert, you have not met Patrick. Oh, Okay. Um, but so we hired him to handle, uh, some content writing for us. And part of it was that it was just, I looked at, even though I enjoy the writing side of it, it was what was falling through the cracks because, you know, someone calling me was going to take priority over sitting down and writing a script for a YouTube video. But I wanted to double down on our content because it had done so well for us last year. And I just knew like, I need to pick up somebody to, to help with this and then putting in systems to the big thing we did this year was automating all of our quote follow-up. So we send out so many emails when you request a quote from us. And I used to do all of that manually. (laughs) Um, And it just did not scale well for me to email every single person that thought about doing business with us, especially when, you know, there's a bunch of people who come in and they see the price and they're like, okay, that's not for me. And they head back out. And when it's, you know, that's a 30 minute phone call and four emails from me to get to that point, it's just not, not worth tire, it. Tire kickers. Yes. Well, and you know, it's, it's not it's for not scalable. Like you said, yeah, it's hard to, to scale that. Well, and I hate to, I hate to describe people as tire kickers who are just coming in and finding out that like, Hey, this is beyond my budget. That's not, yeah. you know, it's not the same as the guy who just goes to look at the Mustang. He knows he can't afford, right. <laughs> uh, you know, they come in and they, they want to find something, a middle ground that they can, can come to. And that's, I've been referring people out to the course that we made. Yeah. As like very, hey, very reasonable. Yeah. And if you need mm-hmm. to do, you know, if you need to DIY it because hiring an agency is out of your budget, then, I mean, I think the best thing you can do is go take the course that, that Paul and I put together this winter. Yeah. Market your business. <clears throat> and it's cool. So many people will never know everything Naylor does behind the scenes for the community. But I remember him connecting me, connecting you to me, yeah. me to you. And now, next thing you know, I just heard you on Fullerton Unfiltered. Of course, you and I, we did a fantastic course together. It was excellent. Paul put me up in his house. I Man, it was... We went and had how, uh, that... What was that restaurant? The Oh, the like Japanese grill? Yeah. Yeah. Hibachi or something? Yeah, we got, we, we got in a fight because Cody put the, the... What was the first meat you put on the thing? Oh my gosh. Paul told me not to I put said, the pork belly. Don't He's like, don't do it. It's going to stick. And I was like, they oiled the pan. Like it's, you're supposed to do We're this. We're like and an old married couple. I was like, all right, all right. <laughs> and then it, it then stuck. And I told you. <laughs> he was like, I've been here before, Cody. I know how they do things. <laughs> yeah, oh, we yeah. had filet mignon. I was like, let's put the filet mignon up yeah. first. But anyway, <clears throat> it was a all great All because dinner. of Naylor. Because you, yeah. you, you guys, uh, Naylor knows the higher ups. The John, you know, the, <laughs> the service Jonathan Potashnik. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we're not allowed to say I, that word I, on I, my show. I, 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 I stopped. Repent. I stopped. Yeah, this, <laughs> is, this is sponsored by Jobber. Right? Jobber. This is I Jobber stopped, country. Right, yeah, just, yeah. just repent. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Naylor, in, in a previous life, he right. knew Jonathan Potashnik, the long care millionaire who you worked for. Yeah. So you guys got reconnected, and then Naylor connect, was like, hey, you should be on Paul's podcast. And now, like, 
people are recognizing your voice in hotel lobbies. Like, so yeah. it all goes back to Naylor and your networking skill. It's just like Cody's another prime example because you're helping people. There's other people in our industry that are hurting people, but you're helping people. And so we, we need more Cody Owens out there to, to help people grow their business. So, man, Paul says yeah. such nice things about me. <laughs> I, that's a large part of why I come on the show so often. Well, because you've Paul given me a yeah. massive ROI for how much money I've invested in your company and how much money you've made me with your marketing. I mean, I, the proof is in the pudding. You've, you've, you've made me earn, helped me earn a lot of money, Cody. And I was, I was missing that link of marketing. Um, so I really appreciate it. Not to, not to, uh, plug myself here, but, uh, lightspeedsocialagency.com uh, if uh, if you hear that from Paul and you need some help with the marketing on your lawn care and landscaping business reach out yeah totally dynamite plug there the three people who are still listening to this podcast <laughs> yeah. how deeper we- uh, <laughs> how many episodes might have is this going to split this up into two <laughs> well the main the main thing here and I'll give you guys my content plan are these Instagram reels of talking head with a good audio. And I got a good editor that puts good text and emojis on there. I'm filming this in 4k so they can zoom in and crop out. So when you were talking about contentment and and your quote of, uh, there's more to making money today. I'm going to turn that into an Instagram reel. And, and, And what Naylor was saying about the efficiency of having a call outsourcing call picking up, that's going to be an Instagram reel. And, and as when I say Instagram reel, I'm trying to master short form vertical content. So I'll also post it on TikTok, Facebook reels, Instagram reels, YouTube shorts. So the podcast, you know, the first 900 shows were all audio. I just have to remember to hit that button to record it. <laughs> right. But now we have a new whole new audience that's watching us on social media through this short form vertical content. So I'm hoping, you know, we pull 10, shorter videos out of this and that's going to reach tens of thousands, probably hundreds of thousands of people. Whereas the podcast is just going to have, you know, a few thousand of our loyal listeners. Um, we appreciate you listening on the podcast. The, the video is that next integration of taking this show. Um, cause if you guys are listening to this, you know, this stuff's gold, like this is good stuff, but we have to get it out there. And, and, and thank you, by the way, to everybody who does the ratings and reviews and stuff, because the whole way this show has grown is through organicness. And uh, I don't know if that's a word, but um, when you guys subscribe to the show and, and, sh- and, and give a rating and review in Apple Podcasts or Spotify, that's what gets this show out there. So I really appreciate it. We are, you know, we, we can't afford to run ads on the Super Bowl or like, you know, get it out there that way, but it's all been organic from day one. And so I really appreciate everyone who shares it. But the audio might might be split up into two. But my mind's not thinking about the audio podcast as a creator. Um, Mr. Producer can do all that stuff. I'm thinking of how can we get good short-form vertical content because I really think you need to master short-form vertical content in this generation. Say goodbye to disorganized and inefficient business management. Upgrade to Jobber, the field service management software. Streamline every aspect of your business from quoting to invoicing. Impress your customers and increase your productivity. Start your journey to success with Jobber now at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. You're out there in the field mowing lawns, making money, working hard. But for every dollar you make, you're worried. Worried that you spend too much. Worried that you won't make payroll. Or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake. Simply put, 
you don't know your numbers. You're not alone. The Landscaping Bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers, learn the language of business, and build a solid financial foundation. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. Are you tired of struggling to explain price increases to your clients? Look no further. The Green Industry Podcast has got you covered with our price increase letter template. Simply download, customize, and effectively communicate your price adjustments with ease. Visit greenindustrypodcast.com today and take control of your pricing strategy. I remembered uh, it was an awkward pause. I thought I'd say something. Um <laughs> No, the other thing I was thinking about, I don't know if we're on the same question or not, but about uh, what are my goals or something. I think this is the other thing I believe sometimes it's not really true, but it, basically that by that by age, whatever you want to say, you need to have basically have a retirement fund that you can live off the rest of your life. And I got to think about that recently. I was like, I, I mean, yeah, I think that is kind of wise, honestly, but at the same time, if I had, had by the time I'm 50 had multiple millions of dollars in the bank, like I'm still going to want to do something. I'm not just going to sit around doing nothing all the time. So I think that took some pressure you off. You know that. what's interesting, Jason, is in the Hebrew language, the word retirement, they don't even have a word for that. We we had to make that up in America. And there's a, I don't have the story memorized, but how they invented retirement is a little sketchy. So God created us to work. And, and and to serve other humans, and so we're we're supposed to do that till the, you know, physically. If you have a, a something slows you down, then then maybe you have to, you know, hang it up because of that. But we're, and and actually, there's all kind of studies. Like if somebody retires, then they die like within two years. Like it's crazy. Like they could be perfectly healthy, and I put in my thirty years, and then they sit sitting golf and fish, and the next thing you know, you heard they like suddenly died because they weren't a part of that. I think one thing I would say about that is that a lot of that is like your mental faculties just like instantly drain because you're not doing anything anymore. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is that, you know, people's whole lives become pencil pushing at, you know, whatever insurance company they work for and they don't have anything else. Right. So they retire and they're like, cool, I'm at home doing what? And they don't have anything to like, there's no hobby or anything that keeps them going. I would really encourage the people listening to like, not just don't make building your business your entire life. Like, I mean, that's exactly what Naylor and Jason were just saying that like, if you make the business, your whole world, what's going to happen when it's gone one day, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, your family's still going to be there. The, the other things that you care about are still going to be there. You know, read a book that's not how to 10 X your sales process or whatever, you know, pick up a novel and feel something, uh, People are going to be like, I can tell he got a liberal arts degree, but uh, I did. And I think that that stuff is valuable. And it, you know, having something to do with your mind at at the end of the day, when you're, when you're ready to rest is, uh, you know, better than, than, you know, burning out immediately. Yeah. And I'm all about having millions of dollars in retirement. I think financial freedom is great. All is all about millions of dollars. Yes. But not, not, not so, cause I was talking to a, somebody that you guys all know who he is. He's in our community and he's a, he's a very wealthy. He's like, I'm thinking about retiring. I said, bro, you ain't retiring. I was like, I'll come down there and beat you up. I was like, you're not retiring. I was like, God put you on this earth to serve people. Like financially, he could probably 
never work a day in his life. And if he lives on less than he makes and invests his money, he can live off the um, growth of his investment mm-hmm. every year. But I was like, you've achieved financial freedom, but that doesn't mean you retire. Like keep going, dude. And I was, I, I think I talked him out of retirement. So I was like, yeah. all right, good. Well, and that yeah. freedom gives you the opportunity to decide like, okay, what way can I serve people? And it doesn't necessarily have to be like, you know, the most profitable option anymore. If right. Well, yeah. Like a, a, a good friend of ours, Eric triplet, the pond digger, he's gotten to that point in his life. He's out in California. He's got a huge, you know, multi-million dollar pond construction, construction business, built ponds for all kinds of famous people and, and, and all kinds of stuff. But he's at the point now, you know, he's a lot older in life. He's a lot wiser. His kids are all grown up. His business is basically functions without him. So he's like, you know, I'm in a good place now. Like I want to really like help other folks. I want to do coaching and consulting and really help. He's got a Facebook group and all kinds of stuff. And he's really, he's wanted to do that over the years, but things, you know, especially with COVID and everything, like he's, he's just always had to still kind of have two hands on and off of his business. Um, but now things are at a place where the last year or so where he's been able to step back and not retire, not retire, but just like be able to give back in other ways. You know, his, his pond construction business is still doing its thing. And now he can, start doing things that he wanted to do, but didn't have time for, um, that it's, it's still helping other businesses, but it's not the same capacity. So, and, and it makes him feel more complete as a person because he's able to help people grow their business in life. Um, and, he, and he's just a really great guy. And, and I know that that's something he's wanted to do for a long time. So it's just another example of people getting to that point and then being able to offer something else instead of just being like, all right, I'm done. You know, I'm just going to, just look out in the mountains in California and just, you know, live my life. So, yeah, I think two examples are Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger. They're both in their nineties, I believe maybe 89. They're, they're right. I think Charlie Munger is like 97 from Berkshire Hathaway. They're, they're both multi-billionaires and they go, they still working and they're in their nineties and they're like, you know, Warren Buffett's like all fired up about, I mean, you know, and so I'm, you know, if the Lord allows me to live 90 years, I want to, you know, I want to be going. You know what I mean? I might not be out there flipping the weed eater, you know what I mean? But I want to be doing something to um, be producing something on, on God's earth. And, so, and, and at the end of the day, serving someone else and helping helping someone else. So I couldn't agree more. Well, is there anything we're leaving out here before my memory card dies? I'm, uh, <laughs> the, the camera's begging for help, please. Well, I got it. Yeah, I only had 118 minutes on it, I think. So is that what you said? An hour 18. An hour 18? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, so 78 minutes, and we're at an hour 11. So we got seven minutes left. <laughs> oh, whoa. Yeah. So anything we're leaving out here? I don't know. I think I think we, we gave everybody a lot a lot to listen to. Yeah. And watch. And watch. Yeah. We're on Green Industry Podcast on uh, Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. And then my TikTok handle is just Paul Jameson. So um, be looking out for when Jason and Cody and Naylor said something sharp. I'm going to have my editor put those out there for you guys. And, and, and like him and all that stuff, it, it means a lot. So. Well, thank you to Kohler yes. for, for inviting Absolutely. us out here, giving us this opportunity. They're, they're putting on a great event. And um, hopefully year after year, it'll keep growing. And you guys will, will want to come be a part of it because, you know, Mike's been killing it out there. Yeah, he's um, been. I went to yeah. Tinkle and he was going at it. Man. Yeah, he doesn't mess around. He's probably just people just coming just for that. <laughs> is probably like worth the trip because he, yeah. his, what he, his knowledge is, is golden. So, um, so yeah, so thanks to Kohler for inviting us out here and putting this together. 
you know, uh, I know it's been tough over the years with the pandemic, so they've, they've stuck with it and they're back trying to get back at it. So um, let's, let's help them grow and, and keep, keep coming every year. Have you ever thought, I, I wanted to ask this, and I'm not saying this is bad. Oh, was that the conclusion? <laughs> it's all good. No, you keep it this keep is going. Uh, extra credit. <laughs> well, I can quit, but I'm no, just like, yeah. how, how did Cole, I like just want to know, like, how do you come up with, like, we're going to build lawnmower engines and toilets, you know, like, like that's our business model. <laughs> so the toilets was first. Yeah. That, that's what okay. they built their multi-billion dollar empire on. There's an engine company in Italy, and I don't know the name of it, but when you get that pile of money, they look for investments. Okay. And so they invested in, and I, I hope I'm telling the story accurately. They invested in the company in Italy and bought them. So that engine company that was already pre-existing, Toro does this a lot, where they'll buy um, Xmark, for yeah. example, yeah. or um, Ventrac or whatever. So it's still, so anyway, it was an established business from what I understand. And then I think Kohler purchased them and it makes more sense to manufacture them here as we'll see tomorrow in Hattiesburg, Mississippi versus Italy. So they still have the, the key kind of headquarters of the engine division of the company in Italy. That's why Jamie's always going to Italy. So, but they're building (laughs) the, um, the engines actually here in Hattiesburg, Mississippi in the USA. So they weren't sitting at a table years ago thinking, let's make toilets (laughs) and engines. The toilets, took over they had so much money and as an investment they purchased a pre-existing okay. engine company which is now Kohler engines and i don't know what the original one was but jason um how can people sign up for our event the lawn uh care life conference coming back in 2024 about a year from now but we're gonna have that link up for for folks yeah you go to lawncarelife.com and if it's not up there now it should be soon but there's a link that says conference so you go to that i think you go long care life backslash conference now it's not up there right now because it's not very polished so we're I'm, gonna get it up there because yeah, i, I gonna be I up went, there soon and, and then it's, you know after that point it's just free game whoever whoever's gonna yeah and we're gonna offer a discount an early bird discount yeah i think we i think that's what we're gonna do is um, kind of structure like the equip expo because it you know i said if not people wait till two mm-hmm. two weeks before and they all start signing up every time i've done it i've been all wicked out thinking nobody's coming kind of thing and yeah, they that's all what sign I told up angelique you should tell her to do something similar to that for synced for next year okay okay so jason's gonna get the website up because when i went last week i was heartbroken i was like all right conference i'm gonna click and see what jason's been up to and then Took me a dead link. I was like, oh, man. That means he's working on it. Yeah, that's what it means. So we're going to get that up and running. Yeah, I was trying to find the old conference webpage where I could just duplicate it, and I couldn't find it. I don't know where. It, I don't well, know this where. is where we bring in the big guns. We, <laughs> Cody can help us design that page to look fresh, and, and he does a good sales copy and stuff. Make it irresistible so they yeah. want to well. click and, and come hang out with us. Yeah. I, I do want to say real quick that I— Real I, quick, please. <laughs> I had a comment— um, not too long ago about all the different conferences and shows and events and stuff that we're doing. And it's, you know, like it was kind of a, it was a negative comment. I won't give them the pleasure of going into it, but basically I just, I just want everyone who I'm sure that's listening to this, but maybe this person listens to us. So maybe there are some of you that are on the fence or conflicted as well, but I truly believe in having as many opportunities as possible for everyone to come to things. You don't have to come to every event, every meetup, 
but if we move them around the country, give different people regionally, you know, access to it that maybe can't travel to Louisville every year for a quit. Maybe it's the wrong time of year for their business. Maybe it's too far or whatever. So if we have something somewhere else also that's smaller, less intimidating for some people, they don't want to be around 20,000 people. There's just a variety. So I learned really early on, you know, how important and impactful this community was to me mm-hmm. in its infancy. And I wanted to just help be a part of that, help it grow. And, and for me, that part of that is creating different events, participating in other events, promoting events, hosting events all over the place throughout the whole year to give people an opportunity. You can go to all of them if you want, you know, if you can, but hopefully you can go to at least one so that you can experience what we talk about, the energy that's here, getting into network and and learning whatever there is to learn at these particular events. I'm finding this comment. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted I'm to throw that. It. I deleted it. I oh. deleted it. I'm not, I said what I had to say to them and deleted it. So they get the notification, read it, and can't respond. That's how if I If you ever want to have fun, Cody, <laughs> just look in the comments of my videos. You can have that. I, I, I felt I, like I, uh, I, had, I made it on YouTube when someone accused me of being uh, intellectually handicapped. Uh, I was like, oh, I finally made it on YouTube. Enough people watch that if someone you, insulted me. If you don't you have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. We got these these podcast reviews, and there's there's a conspiracy that has been brought to my attention that we're not going to mention. But anyway, people are but, leaving. But, Go but, ahead. But, but people also say that if you don't have any haters, you're not doing anything right. You know, like, and I'm exactly. doing something right. Yeah, exactly. Thank so. you, e, thank you, EH Group. He says worth it. Five star review. That's Eric Hughes. Yeah. I think Eric H. I know an Eric Hughes. Uh, GCNLY0210. You must add Paul's podcast to your podcast. Uh, five stars. Thank you, sir or ma'am. Greenview Services LLC. Thank you with one of these fist pumps. Five nice. stars. Three five star reviews back to back. There you go. Getting us Let's out go. of our slump after these uh, <laughs> trolls left us one stars. So anyway, if you don't yeah. have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. But it really does mean a lot because when uh, people type in lawn care, lawn care business podcast, stuff like that, you know, we pop up. But it's all because you, I guess the way they weight that algorithm is if you leave a rating and review, then people know that there's human beings listening to the show. So. Yeah. All right. I got to go, right. man. I'm yeah, you got PageX go. texting me. I got all Page kinds X of messages. <laughs> Jason, great job. You've already shouted out Lightspeed Social, but don't be shy, Cody. Give them one more. Yeah. How can they get you? Lightspeedsocialagency.com. We Bart? are on uh, We're on YouTube. I'd really appreciate uh, you going and subscribing to our channel on YouTube. We're doing a lot of cool stuff over there. Yeah. And Cody and I have a brand new e-course, you know, market your business. It is very, very good. Every video is excellent. Um, that's available at greenindustrypodcast.com. Yes, and it's it's fire. So thanks for coming to the ATL. I'm recording that. So we'll end it here. Thank you guys so much for being my friends and uh, for, for being on the show. These are my favorite. I could do these all day long. So <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. But my but, phone is blown right, up for some right, reason. All right. <laughs> See y'all. All right. You need to increase your prices to earn more but you better do it correctly or your customers will become unhappy. You want to discover the proven method to easily increase your prices? I've assembled the Price Increase Letter Template. It's a plug-and-play document that will allow you to inform your customers in the correct way so that they understand why and will gladly accept your price increase. You can pick up the Price Increase Letter Template today at the Resource Center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode.
and thanks for listening. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.